Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And the show started. Hello. Hey, we're back together in person, me and Pat. Pat's my co-host. I am the other co-host, head, head co-host. I feel like it's been almost a month. Um, it has. And I also feel like uh, my chair is rolling over my headphone. There we go. Oh, boy. Got that. Uh, yeah, no, it's been a while since we've been together. Um, the economy's been pretty bad, so it's hard to pay for gas to go see each other. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's why. That's definitely why. There's no other side reasons. You're, you're not on my way home. It's, an, it's, not, <laughs> it's not for personal reasons. Um, <laughs> well, you haven't missed much. I'm sick. Are you sick? I am. That's always great when people are listening to things, when somebody's yeah. got a sick voice. It's almost like no other job is worse when you're sick. Than to record, like for other people. I oh, guess like, I guess like if you were a radio host yeah. or something, nobody <laughs> yeah. would want to listen to you. Yeah, but that happens a decent amount. I'm sure it does. Yeah, people get sick. People get sick. What are you sick of right now? Uh, sleep deprivation. You're sick of sleep deprivation. Yeah. So you're sick of being awake. No, I'm sick of not getting enough sleep. I thought that's what isn't that the same thing. I'm done. no. You're, you're you're too tired to even answer that, Pat, because that was a good uh, was a good observation on my part. No, but fine, hey, yeah, hey, yeah. Hey, okay. <laughs> so what's been going on with you? Not too much. Uh, what did I do? I went to a bar on Saturday night. Uh, oh, you know what I tried? And I actually bought these at Target. I was at Target by association. Yep. And um, they sell spiked Arnold Palmers. Ooh. I, I mean, I've made those before, but yeah. I didn't know they actually sell them. Isn't that called the uh, John Daly? Uh, that's like the street term for it. Yeah. 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 So I tried like, it. It's not bad. You can't really taste any alcohol. It's like, kind of like, if you think about it, it's just like uh, iced tea and lemon, yeah. lemonade flavored wine cooler, you know, yeah. 5% booze. Um, yeah, pretty decent. I had two of them, so I got four left. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's a little dangerous when you have those drinks. You can't taste the alcohol in them at all. Well, I don't know. I mean, if you know that it's an alcoholic beverage, then you limit yourself. That's what I'm saying. It's dangerous to have ones that you can't taste the alcohol. Oh, because then you you're not really limiting yourself as much as you probably should. Maybe uh, it's not hard math. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, when something's Just super you strong, don't taste it doesn't mean super strong. You're kind of like maybe I need if to it slow was made in a bowl bit. or a pitcher, but not when it yeah. comes in an actual can. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So you'd recommend these? I would. Yeah. I, I yeah. can't remember what they're called. It's a specific brand. Well, we don't. They're not paying. They're not advertisers, so we don't need to yeah. give them any shout outs. Okay. You know what? Don't yeah. buy it. Make your own. <laughs> you gotta just find it on your own. Do some research, people. 
Target. Like, we can't give them everything. Yeah. Yeah. Target, we are already helping out Target enough. Like, we don't yeah, I never really saw Target as a place that would sell alcohol, yet alone food. They have, like, a grocery, like, section. Yeah, they do. It's weird. Yeah. No, it, it's a little... You're right. I think they... I think it's... I think of Target, I think of, like, a version of Bed Bath & Beyond. You yeah. Know? Don't really associate groceries with it. No, they're all kind of doing... The, Walmart has, like, a food section. Meyer has, like, a food... A lot of these places, like, they want to be one-stop shops. Yeah. Like a store version of Amazon. Taking over the world, <laughs> the man. Yeah. So, uh, nice. Anything else? I got pretty turned up at a wedding in St. Louis. Cool. Um, I was in uh, New Orleans this past weekend. NOLA. Uh, NOLA. I feel, like no, I feel like NOLA is the Vegas version I agree. Actually, of I thought, Louisiana. I, I'm glad you said that because I thought the exact same thing. It actually bothered me a little bit like, to say NOLA. Don't say it if you're not from there. I just didn't even like saying it. Um and a lot of people there say Nolans. Like, a lot of things are spelled just N-A-W-L-I-N-S, yeah. which that I appreciate a little more. But Nola seems very Vegas to me, where yeah. it seems like I shouldn't even be saying it. So I, I used it once. It's like people and I didn't who say Shy town Yeah. Nobody in Chicago says Shy town That's Yes, you're right. Nobody's going to say that. No. Yeah. Um, so I didn't say Nola a lot, so I want to get that out there. Uh, so bachelor party. This is my first bachelor party I've gone to. Nice. Have you been to one? been the numerous ones okay i went to one when i was like eight okay well this uh (laughs) (laughs) this was not the exact same so we get there um i should clarify this by saying i think the whole time i never had more i'm also very tired uh we had to leave for the airport thursday morning at 5 a.m so that first night i didn't get that much sleep i never got more than like four hours of sleep any of the nights uh wednesday through uh saturday night so i'm a little it's i think it's the least amount of sleep i've had since i can remember like consistently, you know, like in a period of time, I'm usually a big eight hours of sleep guy. This is not the case for this. So the, uh, the first night we get there a little early before the rest of the guys, we originally, everybody was going on Friday. So we, we booked an Airbnb for Friday and Saturday for the 11 guys. But Thursday we kind of got separate places cause a couple of us came early and we just went for the cheapest hotel, right? We're just like, Hey, <clears throat> we're like, Hey buddy, just uh, Hey Bozo. Just get the cheapest hotel you can find. Three of us will stay there. That's not always a great idea in New Orleans. No. Because uh, there's a lot lot of bad areas, turns out. He burned us. Gypsy son of a bitch burned us. Excuse me, sir. What are you doing to my friend, Bozo? You burned us. I was there one time. I remember it being very hooded in some parts. Yeah, yeah. So we, we go to this. We go to this hotel. We check in. And I tweeted out this picture. Everybody can follow uh, Chubstep Podcast on, on Twitter. But the sign says, there was this, you go to this area, not a great area. You go to the hotel, it's, you can tell it's, you know, used to be something else. Now it's called this. And uh, the sign says, it's the sign that uh, is just like, as you walk in, the sign for this roadway in. And rule number six is swimming pool is closed. This is a permanent Bummer. sign. <laughs> this is not like, <laughs> this is not like a little temporary sign on a, on a dry race board that says, pool is closed for renovations. This is a permanent sign that they have on their thing. So instead of fixing the pool, they just put a swimming pool is closed. They shut it down. Side. Yeah, they just shut it down. Swimming pool is closed. So don't even ask. We go <laughs> into this hotel, and I don't know how you can do this, but I, literally we walk in, and we're like, it was one of those things, and this is a trend I'm seeing a lot recently with some of the houses my friends live in, like maybe apartments type of thing. There's a way that makes things look really modern, but it's really shittily done. Like you can tell, like it's super cheap materials. Like this is gonna last you like a year and a half, looking modern esque, and then you're gonna like every little thing's gonna be super crappy material. Like it just 
this hotel was like 100% the definition of that. So we go to this hotel. It looks like it's like, oh, if you had shot a picture, I think it's for pictures. Okay. Because if you saw a picture, you're like, oh, this looks like a pretty nice hotel. You go in there, you can tell everything is so crappy. Is it like the couches are made out of pleather? It's like, see, it's like that kind of a okay. thing. But worse, this was way worse than that. So we go in there, you could tell it was a former smoking room because it's so reeked of smoke. Uh, the, you know, like the beds are kind of pulled back and then there's white sheets underneath. Like the comforter is pulled back and you can see the sheets underneath. There was a big red stain at the top right corner Ew. of the white sheet. Gross. Best case scenario, that's pizza sauce. So we kept telling each other that there was pizza sauce. Best case scenario, <laughs> someone's eating SpaghettiOs and marinara <laughs> on the top. A uh, couple stains on the comforter, that kind of thing. Gross. It man. just smelled, uh, you know, not good. Not at a great area. It just everything felt gross. Like it felt like if I was going to lay on this, uh, something's going to be crawling over me. Bed bugs. It could have been bed bugs. So we we ended up uh, going over to uh, Bourbon Street kind of earlier in the day. That's the big bar area there that everybody yes. knows about. Um, we're going in there. We're hanging out. Uh, we get there probably a little earlier than we should have, because um, it's it's kind of expensive. You know, things add up when you're the all day thing. So, anyway, I'm gonna fast forward a lot to uh, a bunch of guys ended up joining us. It gets to the end of the night. Uh, I ended up finding my way back. Uh, all my phones are dead because we got to this place so early. Our phones are like dead. We've been up since super early in the morning. I get a call at like three in the morning from the Dave saying, Hey, we're heading. I got separated from the rest of the guys. N- not a great idea. No. Um, buddy system, <clears throat> buddy system. And they say, Hey, uh, I needed a place. To, yeah. I needed a place to stay at this point. And I and they said, okay, we're meeting at the other guy's hotel, not our crappy hotel. We're meeting over there and then we'll take an Uber over there. And then they said, we're staying at the spring Hill suites. I'm like, all right, sounds good. I get an Uber from where I was at to the spring Hill suites. Turns out there's two of them. You went to the wrong one? Went, it took me to the wrong one. They okay. didn't tell me which one it was. They just said Spring Hill Suites. So I just type in Spring Hill Suites. I go there. It's the wrong one. My phone is on like 2% battery. So I'm on this extra uh, battery saver mode, which basically is a flip phone. You can't use any apps except for calling right. and texting. I text them. Their phones are dead. I'm calling all the other guys and they're, you know, a few of them answer and they say, yeah, we're, I guess we're at the other one. <laughs> and but they, they could text me address but I didn't my phone I couldn't pull up a maps on my thing because my oh, phone's about man. to die so I'm just running and keep in mind I've had a few drinks at this point I'm running I'm not exaggerating at least 30 minutes like just I don't know how far the distance was Maybe you were people, running the whole time I ran like I ran like not a sprint and it wasn't a jog either it was somewhere in between like a like if I was running solid like a, run a solid run like maybe if I was trying to run like an 800 yeah. in, in track uh, two laps around you know like I'm running and I'm kind of in that in between state where I'm not like falling over, but I'm not like straight up. I'm kind of in like a heavy lean uh, to where like if I were <laughs> like I could fall over pretty easily and probably be done for the night. And so uh, <laughs> I end up running around till I recognize, you know, I saw some tall buildings. I end up seeing it, seeing it running in there. The Daves have already left at this point. They take an Uber back to their crappy hotel because they didn't know when if I was ever going to get there. Because they'd waited probably 20-something minutes, <laughs> 30 minutes. I find the place, go up top, and uh, all the beds are taken. So I sleep, and I put two little uh, couch cushions, you know, and I sleep on couch cushions the first night. On a nicer hotel, though. To be fair, it's a nicer hotel. Okay. Um, then uh, throughout the throughout the weekend, we went to the casino a couple times. I lost every time I went to the casino. I never went. I, but at least I was never up more than $15, which has never happened to me. 
Like I literally, I, there'll be plenty of times that I lose money at a casino, but I'll at least be up maybe 50. You know, if I'm going there with 50 bucks, I'll be up maybe 30 bucks at one point. I was never up more than $15. The whole like really low, really low thing. Well, have you ever gone in and you've not been up at all? That's happened to me. That happened for me the second and third day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I never <laughs> literally just lost money every time. So it was a little bit. Uh, Fast it was a little... too. It's happened in like 10 oh, minutes. I'm done. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This place can happen. So. Uh, that's what we started calling the uh, the casino. There was a casino right downtown. We call it, started calling it the Sad House because uh, because we had a lot of a lot of them had won what money at the called? end. Harrah's Casino. Okay. Yes, and so uh, we go there. But the the crazy thing about uh, Bourbon Street for those who have not been, or maybe those who have been, uh, for me the last time I was in Louisiana was or New Orleans was uh, I was like I was pretty young, definitely way below drinking age. Maybe in like I was maybe twelve, thirteen, that range. Uh, and I really hated New Orleans. I didn't want to go back. It was hot. It was hot. It smelled bad. Yeah. Uh, it's a very different experience it's when far. you're older. Yeah, it's far. Yeah. Very different experience when you're older. Uh, there's a lot more to do. Turns out Bourbon Street's a lot more fun when you can drink. Right. <laughs> and, uh, things like that. And there's so many just crazy bars and the, a lot of people hanging out on balconies. Um, Probably like the this is something i was thinking there's like the me too movement go, me too movement going on a lot right now like you know it's very it, there's a lot of progress i think in like the women you know female community is like getting more rights and like down on sexual harassment and stuff like that i feel like a lot of the focus should be in new orleans cuz that's like the hub of where all sexual harassment is i think it's like way over the, like it's ridiculous how much yelling of stuff there is really to different people it's it's crazy um it's like a whole like it's like everything is there's a lot more things that are not socially acceptable anywhere else but on Bourbon Street. Mardi Gras. Yeah, Mardi Gras type stuff, but yeah. all the time. Beads. Yeah. And uh so that's going to it's just a cra- it's just the whole it feels like uh we picture like spring break in Panama City, but it's like that all the time. It's like super compact. There's just so many it's insane amount of people there. It does smell horrible. Um <laughs> A lot of crazy. Can't get past the smell. The smell is is real bad. You don't want to smell it during the day. Um, but it's just like a crazy. It just yeah. It was a crazy time. Um, good times. Our so our the last thing with this our Airbnb. We ended up staying there. It was a pretty nice little uh, place. But again, this was like in this was like three blocks past, past uh, Martin Luther King Drive, which is never a great street. And any I feel like yeah. it's never a good street. <laughs> so we go by there. Our taxi driver, our Uber driver, uh, drives us over there, and he's like, "Yeah, hey, you guys probably just shouldn't walk around alone in this area, just so you know." <laughs> All right, good to know. Thanks for the tip. We had so we had a patio in our back in our backyard that was kind of fenced in. Three different times we had local people come in. And just ask for beers. One time, there's this guy who walks in, and he's wearing a wife beater. Guy with a big like, uh, he had a do rag on. He comes in, and he's got a big holstered knife, like a Bowie knife, holstered on his side. And uh, no he comes thanks. in, just starts talking. <laughs> probably in our backyard, 45 minutes, really? just talking, uh, talking about um, how the levy thing was a scam. Uh, you know how like the floods, somebody perpetrated the floods. It didn't just naturally happen in New Orleans. Big conspiracy Never theory guy. Never heard that one. Yeah, well, it's a big conspiracy. Apparently, for him, it's 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 fact. But uh, George Bush doesn't care about black people. Yeah, just one of those type of guys, you know, uh, just hanging out in the backyard. Could have done without it. <laughs> <laughs> but they were everybody was always super nice around uh, the area. But it was just like the guy scared me a little bit. I'm I would not gonna be lie. scared. Yeah, he, he just has a large giant weapon. <laughs> just a giant <laughs> weapon there. Um, but uh, like, holy shit, are you going hunting with that thing? Yeah. But overall, then uh, we found a bachelor party that we just kind of hung out with the whole time. 
uh, and that was a good time. Like all of them were super cool. It's kind of have fun to have another group that was like same exp- having the same experience as you, and they got there the same day, and they were leaving the same day. So it's kind of fun to just like we're hanging out with them a lot, and uh, it was just a good time. Just good time. Yeah, good time in uh, New Orleans. I literally almost fell out of my seat right now. You're just so moved by that story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you see that? <laughs> I did not see that. Oh man. Um, also, I noticed the thing we took Spirit down there, there and back, which I said I would never do again. I missed Spirit it. Spirit Airlines. Oh, okay. I said I'd never do again. They did this thing where uh, when we got to, when we arrived, went back from New Orleans to Chicago, they had like, we landed and they said, hey, we got here before our projected time. You guys should tweet that all out and put that on Facebook and stuff like that because you know if it were the opposite, you would do, you would make that opposite comment that it's not, you know, <laughs> that we're this late. You? This is attendant? the flight attendant. Oh, my God. But what we were thinking of is I bet you, Spirit, n- now that everybody knows that they're like super, they're known for being delayed and being like crappy service and stuff like that, they probably put a bullshit later time than it normally takes. I bet you they add on 10, 15 minutes to what it actually takes every time just so that when people get there, they're always arriving early. Oh, I see what you're saying. They're I bet you that happens. The numbers. Yeah, I bet you they're padding numbers. Oh. I could easily say I'm going to start that right now. I bet you we, let's do some fact checking here. <laughs> I bet you they're padding numbers. I bet you other places take uh, take less time, or maybe other places have been doing that the whole time. It just took them a while to figure it out. Maybe, but it wasn't as bad as I did last time. I think I think Spirit has improved. Um, they, it was decent, not great, but it was decent. Why do you take? Are they cheap? Yeah, that's the only reason okay. somebody takes Spirit. Which is funny. There's a first class on Spirit, and I don't you understand get what you that. You pay for Jared. You get what you pay for. But there's other ones that are usually pretty comparable price. This one there wasn't, but a lot of times they're comparable price, and they're like, "Why?" Would, and Spirit adds on all these ridiculous you were, charges. You were telling me that it was a pretty expensive ticket. Yeah, it was. There. Yeah, for some reason, I think it was because there was a lot of people on spring break, mm. and it was just yeah i think it was just a lot of people were going down there at the time it was pretty packed a lot of the places we were at so i think it was just the like, the timing of it but it was not a cheap flight to get down to new orleans compared to a lot of other places i've been recently so uh, a little bit uh i drove down there yeah or i didn't drive down there i took a school bus down yeah. there yeah yeah that was not fun not fun that's a long time that's a long ride yeah i the two and a half hours versus no like, air but, oh god school you're right school bus i forgot yeah. yeah that's not good no bueno that was not comfy no no do you want to get us some emails here pat before yes. we go too far yes. okay Bird up. Hello. pat stop being so rude from rosalie as you already know i'm a huge 90s r&b concierge fuck let's <laughs> just say that again not concierge <laughs> you know the word yeah And I'd argue the name of a band is very important for the quality of music they produce. That being said, if you were to assemble a 90s R&B band, what would your name be and why? Also, what would the name of your smash hit be? XOXO. R&B. I don't listen to R&B, so it's tough. That is tough because I also don't listen to R&B. But like, I'm thinking like Bone Thugs and Harmony, right? That's considered R&B? I think so. What would you consider them? Rap? I don't. I think most of their stuff was pretty slow, stuff like that. I every song I can think of, there's like just rapping going on. Yeah, I wanted. No, I only really know two songs, so it's not really fair. Yeah, '90s R&B. Uh, why's it got to be '90s? Well, let's look up some R&B bands here, Pat. Okay, I'm gonna say my band would be called Silky. All right, Beats. let's go to here. Boys to Men, New Edition, TLC. 112 Black Street in Vogue, Drew Hill, SWV, Belle Biv DeVoe, Shy Guy, 
Jagged Edge, Mint Condition, Tony, I'm, Tony, I'm Tony. I'm sticking with Silky Beats. You like Silky Beats? Silky Beats, the name okay. of my song would be um, The Cushion. <laughs> um, because it's comforting and soft. Okay. What about Me For You? I think that's what would be good on. How about that? Like M-E, the letter four, and then just the letter U. Just the letter U. Yeah. Me For You. Yeah. And I then guess. okay, and then our big hit would be um, all one word. Yeah, yeah, me for you, all one word. And our big hit would be um, take a chance. <laughs> <laughs> but there would never be the in the song. There would never be the phrase "take a chance" in it. Oh, I like that. Yeah, ambiguous. Yeah, exactly. Try try and find the meaning exactly in the lyrics. Yeah, yeah. there was no there's no mention nothing about any sort of chances being had. Um, so people, there's a lot of people would be really confused by the song title. Oh. You know, um, if I could redo my song title, I think I'd just call it Rosalie. Oh, wow. See, that's yeah. a good choice. <laughs> Playing to the audience a little bit. I like there that. Perfect. All right. I'm going to read this, uh, this next one here. This one's from Smacko. Smacko. And it's an, it says eSports. Oh. And it says, hey, Jerome. <laughs> <laughs> I liked your question about eSports. Do you play league? Question mark. Add me. I'm Sup Main. Uh, and then here's his little name Dr. Mick Bunglenuts. Thanks, Smacko. <laughs> Lovely as always. <laughs> so, thank you for Smacko. I think this is a good way to communicate with people. I, I, uh, like, just, I like listeners yeah. talking to listeners. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and here's the next one. I thought that was good timing from Jerome. Pants. Hey, fellas. So I was wondering, at what age should a band stop wearing designer jeans? Is there an age where jeans shouldn't be worn, period? What about any other geriatric fashion no-nos? Asking for a friend, cousin, uncle, Jerome. Okay. Um, I actually recently thought about this. Uh, for me, it was down the college. I had to throw pairs of designer jeans out. Okay, because you're wearing normal jeans right now. These are pretty normal. Yeah. They're actually um, boot cut, but thank you for okay, noticing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't see your feet. But no, I had yeah. like some, uh, you know, like the ones with the douchey holes in it. And yes. Yeah. I had those. I can't wear those out. Yeah, you cannot wear the those stuff. Those are pretty immature. Yeah. No, I can't pull that off. No. Um, if I was more, I feel like if I had a scarf, if I was somebody that wore like a scarf, like a big beanie and a scarf, I could <laughs> I could wear that. Like that's just not my style at all, right? You have to be like super artsy to pull off designer yeah. type jeans. I've seen plenty of producers that I work with that will wear those all the time now. You know, like if you're in the if you're in like the super artsy community, you can do that. Uh, not saying. I don't think it looks good, <laughs> but but that's when you can kind of get away with it. Like people won't make fun of you publicly because of that. Jeans are just too much of a statement, but I, I do think jeans are comfy. I don't think you should stop wearing them at any point in your life. Yeah. Um, so that answers that question. Uh, what about any other geriatric fashion no-nos? Yeah. Um, uh, why, why do old people always have to have those old like New Balance shoes? They're comfy. Are they that much better than other shoes? I don't though? know. Maybe they're cheaper. Why you Why you gotta wear Nikes at that age? You're not gonna go running. Just because I'm saying he's saying is it a, like to me that's that points out as somebody's a little older. By wearing New Balance? Yeah. No. No. Do you have New Balance on right now? I, Am I no. I don't. These are you sketchers. A, how many? How many <laughs> new, uh, do you have a pair of New Balance? No. Okay. I did at one point. Like yeah. In high school. Yeah. But I've, I seen, d- I've seen runners wear New Balance, and I've even seen runners like still wear like... I guess like, I'm thinking of like the white ones. 
know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, like, like the puffy ones. Yeah, they're comfy. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, but if you want to, you're talking you about fashion. You can't go out and get vans. It just doesn't make sense. It's, I agree. You're right. Vans don't work. There's, yes. But I don't think you need to go all the way with the white New Balance. I'm going to say this. Yeah. You can't go wrong with Chuck Taylors. Okay. You can wear them. You think any age? Any age. You could wear them to the gym. They got flat bottoms. Yeah. You could wear them out. I wear them out. Yep. Big Chuck Taylor guy. Okay. I think at any age you could wear those. Are there any other fashion no-nos, Pat? What about uh, tucking in your shirt? We already talked about this. We have talked about the tucking in your shirt thing? Recently. Yeah. yeah. I think that's probably where this question came up. Um, What's a big no-no? I could probably come up with really. Oh, like, why do people wear vests? Vests. To me, that just screams, I want to be a butler. Yeah. Or a busboy. <laughs> so, Pat's saying no vests. No. Any sort of vest. Sweater vest or... Specifically with a tie. Yeah. Yeah. What no ties. No jacket. So, like, you're just wearing a shirt with a vest over it, no jacket? Yes. That's kind of, yeah. you know. That's very hipstery, too. Yeah. Um, like the suit jacket with jeans. I don't get that one. You think if you wear tie, you're a little more obvious of an older person? No. I think you could wear a tie at any age. Here's something that I think is maybe a little bit more of an older, uh, of a uh, geriatric move here. Uh but it can work. It can work sometimes. But the button-up shirts that are short sleeve, full button-up shirts that are short sleeve. Yeah. There's a lot of those that are very. Uh, you could tell the person like that's a little older person move. There's some of them that look nice. Like I have a couple pairs that I think look nice. Maybe it's just because I have them. <laughs> Hawaiian shirts. Uh, well, Hawaiian shirts is an example, but they have like nicer, you know, versions of that. But like those type of shirts. Here's yeah. an idea: Don't wear a Hawaiian shirt or Hawaii shirt if you're not in Hawaii. Don't do that. Okay. Yeah. Don't do that. Okay. There you go. Doesn't make sense. <laughs> I agree. Here's our uh, last email here. It's from TuneIn. Hey, guys. Uh, we made it to the TuneIn radio app. So if anybody gets the TuneIn app on their phone, and I think anybody can get that, we are now on TuneIn under three different comedies, or three different genres, comedy, movie, and entertainment. Think those are fair? For who? This is Chubstep. Oh. The podcast run. We 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 sent an tune, email to ourselves. No, TuneIn emailed us, telling oh. us that we're on TuneIn Radio app now. Oh wow! So people can now listen to us on iTunes, the podcast app, Google Play, Google Play, or TuneIn. Nice. And uh, also chubstep.com. but that's probably the worst way to listen to it because it's just kind of hard because it's not the most straightforward. No. No. Uh, what else do you want to get to, Pat? Uh, I know you're going to hate this, but yep. I saw something that I wanted to bring to your attention. This, What's that? This says, uh, this is the Netflix cycle. Okay. Okay. It starts with watch all of The Office. <laughs> Followed by, wait, 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 it says, what do you mean? What do you mean by this? All what of is, Friends. Wait, what is the Netflix cycle? You're saying this is like a normal it's, person. It's a like cycle. How they, okay. So, <laughs> thank you for interrupting. Let's begin again. Yeah. yeah. Watch all of The Office. Yeah. Followed by watch all of Friends. Okay. Followed by watch all of Parks and Recreation. Okay. Followed by try to watch a new show. Followed <laughs> up by give up after two episodes. Back to watch all of The Office. <laughs> the cycle. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying. The Office is kind of like Friends. I'm not going to let that go. Yeah. I, okay. Again, maybe I just, I, I think that The Office is much more cleverly written. And maybe I'm biased because I like The Office and I don't really love Friends. I have nothing against friends. I just don't think it's that great. Um, it's 
a lot of people I don't know I, I obviously yes I disagree um, it hurts a little bit I just wanted to yeah. bring it to your attention I appreciate it yes this was yes. on Instagram posted by the tinder blog so it's obviously very um, <laughs> yeah that's a good source yeah so <laughs> you're right you know what now that you say that I can't really argue with that I so got this as to... a DM by the way oh perfect so I didn't go out and look for it yeah it came to you that's how yeah. that's how apparent that news is that's how much everybody knows about it it came to you mm-hmm yeah okay um, agree to disagree okay okay <laughs> so yeah I brought that up perfect thank you Pat uh, let me see oh did you hear about uh, Millennials piercing their fingers I think I saw a post about this. But Instead of getting a it. ring? Yes, I did. Yes, I saw something. People I didn't. are posting the, or piercing yeah. their fingers? Yeah. Um, why? So, yeah, they just they would get like a stud and like right at the top of their finger, I feel right? like that would hurt. Oh, it would definitely hurt. A lot. Yeah. Yeah, definitely hurt. I also feel like it's more likely to fall off. Yep. Or rip off like. Oh, or rip off. Yeah. Probably uh, more expensive. Yep. And uh, just, I think that's a bad idea. More permanent. More permanent. Just stay away from that. Yeah. Bitch that just, Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. A hidden bitch what? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would, I would agree with you. It's, it's just, it's, I just, to me, it seems like a lot of things, like a lot of things hit off my hands a lot. Yeah. I don't know. It just seems like that's when we're thinking like they'll just pull on it. What if you're a lefty, you know? And you're supposed to write yeah. with it. Yeah, you're right. Then you've got everything right. Are you there. a lefty? No, I'm I not. I feel like you would be a lefty. You're I feel like lefty? I feel like all lefties are faking it. Oh. I don't think even lefties are a real thing. Oh, well, that uh, makes absolutely zero sense. But all right. <laughs> I think they choose to be lefty to okay. try to be different. But I don't feel like people are actually left-handed. Ten <laughs> percent of people just want to be different. Yeah, <laughs> they just want to say I'm left-handed. Okay. I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> I don't believe you, but fine. Okay. Yeah. Do everything different. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, would I get that thing implanted there? No. Never. Not a chance. No. Um, I think it's a bad idea. Yeah. Same Z's. Yeah. How about a uh, Jeff Goldblum movie review? Yes. Hi. 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 I'm Jeff Goldblum. You, you interest me strangely. You have uh, you've, uh, uh, tapped into some kind of secret vein. Why would you do that to Goldblum? What's Goldblum ever done to you? What's Goldblum ever done to you? Forget the fat lady. You're obsessed with the fat lady. <laughs> because she's sweet and like a peach and like a juicy and sweet. You're afraid to be too Goldblum. He no. thinks if he smells Goldblum, he's going to be Goldblum. By jamming them into his pocket. I'm going to get my Goldblum on. That is one big pile of shit. Goldblum is content. Uh, people always ask me how I pronounce my name, Goldblum or Goldblum. Uh, I always tell them the same thing. How dare you speak to me? This is a TV show. Should clarify Again. that. Again. Uh, I'm actually surprised I found this one. You ever heard of Columbo? No. Not once that's, in my life. That's interesting because it ran from 1971 to 2003, which is insane. 22 years? No. 33 years? <laughs> Wait, 71? years. 71 to... Uh... Yeah, 32 years. Oh. Um, to okay. what year? Two, 1971 and 2003, oh, which yeah. is a crazy long time. That's 32 years. Yeah, that's a crazy long time, right? Columbo. And Columbo, and it's so. Columbo is about a a, a crime detective, like a, a, a homicide detective. This is all I gathered from one episode. So there might be more things that evolved throughout the 32 <laughs> I think, I think years that happened to Columbo. Time, yeah, 
that it took it was a little yeah, different at some point probably changed uh so it's starring uh, mr peter falk do you know what peter falk is the name's familiar i bet if i looked him up yeah he was the dad in corky romano that's what everybody knows him from I did you ever see corky romano what is corky romano <laughs> <laughs> it's a movie with chris Kattan, sean penn not sean penn uh chris penn was in it um uh, that's about uh, oh FBI yeah I've agent. seen this guy before yeah he yeah, kind of is a lazy guy kind of is a crazy one eye yeah yeah so he's in this uh so the, basically the story here is that uh, Colombo is in he's in some foreign country I don't know if they even say where he is a Syrian some uh maybe in Syria he's okay anyway uh he's in a, some Middle Eastern country and he's in the embassy area. There is a robbery that happens, um, and this robbery he thinks is an inside job. Then a murder happens after that. So we kind of, it's whole thing investigation between, and oh, sorry, I should clarify, this episode uh, came out in its fifth season. So this episode is from, uh, and it's, it was season five, episode two came out in October 12th of 1975. So this was towards the early what side time. of this. What a time. So anyway, this guy's trying to do this investigation. Uh, Columbo's trying to do this investigation to see what happens with all this. He's trying to help out the uh, the, the king, and uh, there's a lot of inside stuff. Actually, you find out right at the beginning that the guy you find out right at the beginning of the guy that did it. So which I don't know if I love that, um, but it's one. Of, it was the guy that was on the inside, one of the ambassador uh, type guys, I think. So Jeff Goldblum is in this. This is very on in his career. I believe this is like his third movie that he ever did. Um, he plays a protester uncredited uh he's an extra in this movie i was gonna say does he talk at all no lines and actually uh he should be protesting he was he, they're protesting so they're i'm actually, sure he said something yeah you're right he was okay his, his line is kind of like ah <laughs> yeah <laughs> because he gets kind of pushed out of the way as some people are trying to get into a car oh. you see him for two maybe three seconds of screen time Maybe well, five seconds of tops. These are, these are the kind of jobs you got to take to get your career started. Exactly. You know? Exactly. You need to get a Columbo protester job. It's not. I don't think it's the best way to get started, but it's not. It's not going to hurt, right? It's a job. You get the IMDb credit. Pat, you've got one of those. I got a few of those. Sometimes you got to do yeah. what you got to do, do to make it. it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So anyway, uh, this is like this is like the '70s version of the CIA, you know, CSI shows or you know, Law oh, and Order. Brutal. So. It's like, yeah, it's like measure that, but with quality that's like 30, 40 years older. Yeah. <laughs> it's, so Sounds real enjoyable. It was real enjoyable. It actually was, it actually for production quality in that time, it was actually pretty high. You could tell it was a high budget thing. Um, I didn't, I did not hate it. It was something I would, it's one of those things that you could totally see like being on in the background of some place and you'd be like, why is this on? Because there's everything else is on. But uh, you could see that some people liked it. And obviously, people liked it enough that it was on for 32 years. It's like the kind of show that's on TV when you stayed home from school. Yes, yes. In the 70s. sucks during the day. Yeah, exactly. In the 70s, this is what you were stuck with. And I feel very bad for those people that grew up in the time. But it's still middle tier for me. It's not horrible. It's I can tell it's decent for the time. The fact that it was, like, somewhat watchable and you could follow along with that decent production value for the the time, middle tier for me, Harry Connick Jr. and the Jeff Goldblum movie review scale. As the good reverend would say, why we on this particular mission, we'll never know. But I do know here today that the Black Knights will emerge victorious once again. Amen, man. Amen, reverend. Fair. Yeah. Paz, there's something you want to get to before I get to Tanzania news? No, get to Tanzania news. Okay. 
The infection causes immediate respiratory failure, and scientists claim that the infection is now transmitted to the you know what Fugazi is? Fugazi, it's a fake. Yeah, Fugazi, Fugazi, it's a wazi, it's a wazi, it's a fairy dust. What are you, from Tanzania? Yes, I am. What do you think about this? Government pledges free studio in Tanzania. What, I've seen this article over there. What do they mean by free studio? Like a free music recording studio. Oh, why? Why would the government do that? So what they said that have this is this is what's interesting. Um, so they were saying they want to do some Dar es Salaam and they want to do it where artists without financial resources will have a chance to record their work for free. I <laughs> people were saying that this could be. So I have a couple things about this. One, people were saying that if the government is running this, I uh, think Magafuli is going to let them make some song in a music recording studio for free that goes against any of the things that no, he says. No, it's going to be very censored. Like they're going to be watch over what people are recording there, which you don't want. Then it's not really free because you have to follow all these regulations. Um, my other thing, my other thought with this is uh, of all the issues that are going on in that country, this is, is it like is the issue that there's just like. It's not enough music, man. But is it like not people have to pay for love. music? Like, how about some normal jobs that you know that people can pay for music then? And then right. once once everybody's doing a little better, then we can start having more artists and that kind of thing. Give it a little test, test your own. Yeah, I feel like there's better things money could be spent into. Obviously, I wouldn't cost crazy amount of money to build some free recording studio, but I just don't see this as the best option, best use of government funds to. I like the idea of being able to record for free. Yes. It like kind of might bring some artists out of the woodwork. Yes, you know I like that idea. I think they have a ton of other issues. Yeah. Yeah. What? How high of a priority would you say this is? Pretty low. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of my low. thought as well. Yeah. Uh, I just like it seems like there's a lot more we could be doing here, guys. Uh, but they're saying that one of the other guys that's kind of involved is just like, all right, well, at least they should tell it. Like right now, they're stopping a lot of people from recording like music videos in the streets and stuff like that. So this is saying, like if you're eating all the chocolates in a box of chocolates. Yeah. This music studio is the raspberry flavored piece. Yes. You you don't want to eat that one until you have to. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No, it's it's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I would agree with that. It's kind of like last case scenario. You're like, yeah, you'll eat it. You'll enjoy it somewhat. <laughs> but like and pe some people some people enjoy it a lot right some people get more use out of it oh, than others raspberry chocolate is gross but uh yeah it's not gonna be your first choice and there's a lot of things you got to worry about first a lot of other chocolates you got to get through it's when you take that bite and you see it's red on the inside oh my god yeah no <laughs> <laughs> Spit not it good out. yeah yeah um so uh like a week a week and a half ago i kind of forgot about this last time some guy apparently came to our door uh, while my sister was home. Nobody else was there. And he was selling beef jerky door-to-door. -door. Well, uh, that's a new one. Like during was the it day. Was like candy bars? It's not like candy jerky? bars. He's coming selling beef jerky door-to-door. What was it for? So apparently he was like a part of the baseball team. Um, actually, let me just call my sister and see what uh, she says here. Cause so instead of candy or popcorn, they're selling beef jerky in Little League. Yeah. I like it. Let's get the full story from her, because otherwise it's just going to be hearsay at my point. Recording live from somewhere. Yo. Hey, Elle. Hey, Jared. Hey, uh, you're on the podcast. Really? 
<laughs> I just want to ask the story with the beef jerky, uh, the beef jerky story. There is no. <laughs> I'm gonna talk about it either way, so uh, either you tell it or I can tell it, and mine's probably gonna be worse. Literally, Brad brought this up last night, and I like stormed off, and I told him we're never talking about it again. All right, so you want me to talk about it? Oh, fine. <laughs> <laughs> why? Because because you like because you because you liked the guy selling beef jerky door to door. That's why you don't want to talk about it. Because I liked he was like twelve. Not liked him, liked him. Just you thought it was like a cute idea type of thing. Be silly. Not a cute idea. I don't. It was like for something. It's not like he just like was selling beef jerky out of nowhere. Um. Was he? Was okay, but it was for like the baseball team, right? Um. That's what I was told. Okay. That's all I need. I can I can fill in the rest of the details. No, Jared, why don't you leave me on the phone for this one? I want to know what you're going to say. <laughs> okay. All right, so this guy is selling beef jerky door-to-door. <laughs> now I feel censored right now. Uh, this guy is selling beef jerky door-to-door. Pat's here, Ellie. You didn't even say hi to Pat. Rude. Hey, Pat. Hey. So this guy's... Happy birthday, so that's why I didn't say hi. Wow. Was I supposed to know this? <laughs> Was he supposed to know it? It was your birthday? Um, yes. Well, okay. happy belated. Happy belated. <laughs> happy Thanks, belated Pat. is like the most bullshit thing. Like, does that, has that ever affected you at all? Like, sometimes it's nice when somebody says happy birthday, right? Like, it doesn't give you great, but it's like, thank you. I appreciate that. Does happy belated, do you even care at all about that? Happy belated means it's a couple days after. Yeah, I know what it means, but I'm saying, does do you care about that at all? I feel like what it's like. What do you like, mean, do I care about it at all? To me, it's just like a, If okay, you say it, for, you care a little bit at all. I just don't care. If somebody says that to me, it's like, hey, you should have figured that out at the time. Too late now. No. If it wasn't Friendship for, if over. If it wasn't for Friendship Facebook. Friendship over. If, if, yeah. <laughs> if it wasn't for Facebook, would you say happy birthday more than five times a year? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Facebook has really helped the birthday industry. Yeah. I think that Hallmark. The birthday industry. Hallmark owes, Hallmark owes uh, Facebook like a huge congratulations like a huge thing like a like, solid. Yeah, like a solid. Like, hey, man. Uh, yeah. You, they get to get some portion of money. Give me some nucks. Yeah. All right, I'll, I'm going to finish telling the rest of the story. This guy is going door-to-door selling uh, beef jerky. He comes up to the house while you're on. You answered either way because he's not threatening to you, right? Correct. And uh, then he says, you say, how much is beef jerky? Did he offer you flavors? Yeah, and he, like, showed me them. And then I was, like, testing him. I was like, well, which one the most popular? And then he told me, and his, like, voice cracked while I did it. So I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, he was probably pretty nervous. So, do you think he, do you think they actually had more popular pl- things, or do you think the only person that bought them was you? No, I saw like five names on the sheet. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's like, uh, <laughs> yeah. You always want to make it seem like there's other people that are involved. So. Okay. If there were other people involved, I'm just playing. Just I'm just playing devil's advocate. I just I'm just making good good content here. I'll, I'll say this. Yeah. I like the fact that he was walking door to door rather than just hanging out at a grocery store. That's true. I do like door to door. Actual effort there. Yeah, that's true. So the guy comes up. He says, buy some beef jerky. You say, okay. And because beef jerky does sound good. Um, yeah. But then yeah. you just gave him the 20 bucks and he didn't have any beef jerky on him. Well, that's how it normally works. Have you ever bought like Girl Scout cookies? They don't normally have it on them, Jared. But don't. But the other thing, the shady part that people were that were people were giving you a hard time for was that he didn't write anything down. <laughs> yeah, because I think he was nervous, and he already knows what the house, like he knows what house we're at, so it's not like what else does he need? 
<laughs> I know it's true it's true I do want it to show up and then you could just rub it in everybody's faces so I am rooting for you all thank you I still have hope <laughs> so do I so do I hashtag root for L um, that's gonna be the hashtag of the week guys hi this is Billy Bob Thornton welcome to my official website and as Sage says what's up hopefully that beef turkey shows up what do you think Pat um, you think it's a little shady, right? You didn't write anything down. Yeah. She just takes 20 bucks. Supposed to take got the him. name and the address, I would assume, right? You would think so, right? Oh. Uh, but instead, he just takes some cash and walks off. <laughs> <laughs> not actually selling beef jerky. <laughs> yeah, he could be. But again, not a huge loss. And I guess if he comes up... But beef jerky is one of those things that you could like keep on you because it's like a sealed thing. I guess, yeah. Right? You, how hard is it to keep some beef jerky on? Well, I don't know. It's just a lot larger. Like, think about it. If you have one giant box of candy bars versus, yeah. like, let's just say she said there was five flavors. Yeah. Yeah. So that's at least five bags. Okay. Multiply it in case someone actually buys them. So you're walking around with, like, 20 bags of jerky, man. It's yeah. a lot. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Okay. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's hope this guy shows up. I hope he comes through. And uh, let's hope. I, All right. I think he will. Yeah, I think he will too. Yeah. Um, I actually don't. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> uh, people email the show chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. Rate the show on iTunes. Uh, listen on. Ooh, listen on the TuneIn Radio app now. There you go. Yeah. And. Uh, Tell a friend, uh, share the pod. If you enjoy the podcast, uh, tell other people that, you know, enjoy podcasts or, you know, share the episodes, share your favorite parts uh, with a loved one in bed. Just tell them your favorite part. Okay. That's the goal of the week. In bed. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, and the show has ended. I rest my case. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.